0: Good to see everyone this morning. Glad you're here. Glad you're watching online. I'm glad to be here. I've been sick, you know, and y'all been praying for me, and thank you for that. Uh, And uh, Karen and I have been watching online, and I want you to know that's a a good thing when you have to use it, but it's not like being here, you know? And I have missed y'all and missed being with you, and so welcome to everyone. If you're visiting with us for the first time today... You've caught us on a Sunday that's a rather unusual Sunday. So I hope you enjoy it, but I hope you'll come back another Sunday to a more normal format. Today we're celebrating God's blessings on us in the history of the church, but particularly in the history that uh, includes a $3 million miracle and moving us to this new location and the building of this facility and so forth. And uh, we're going to praise Him for all the many things He's done, but that's the idea. The emphasis of, of celebration Sunday. So when families gather together, they show pictures. They show family pictures, don't they? Nod your head like this. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And so we're going to show some family pictures. Before I do that, though, I want to recognize we got some really uh, honored guests here with us today. And Bill and Michelle Moss. And you may not know them, and I'm going to tell you who they are. They were a part of our church back... Eighteen years ago, and uh, he was a trustee, and his bill was a trustee. They serve the Lord in many capacities here. And then the Lord moved them to Washington, D.C. They're in town today uh, because there was a wedding they came to, and so they're with us today. They're going to stay for the meal, too. So raise your hands back there. A lot of people will remember you. There they are right there. God bless you. Amen. <laughs> Amen. All right, family pictures and uh, this was the old building, this was the auditorium where we worshiped and uh, it, to tell you where it was it was on Pisgah Church Road and if you know where AAA, the AAA building is. that the AAA buildings built exactly where our old church building was built And then you know there's a Bojangles right close to it that Bojangles was in our parking is where our parking lot used to be. And then on the other side, is the uh, Wachovia Bank. And uh, that's where our fellowship building used to be. And uh, so that's the uh, that's the building. I actually pastored and preached there in that building for 22 years. I've been, Altogether, I've been the pastor here 39 years, going on 40 next year. And here's the... I mentioned the $3 million miracle. I'm going to tell you about it in the message in a moment. But uh, here's the signing of that... $3 million miracle contract. And this is Lee Falk, of course. We, we let him sign first because we knew he had, he had all the money. And uh, if things went south, he could cover it, you know. But also, if I'd have known Bill Moss was going to be here, Bill signed that contract. Bill's sitting up there behind me, I think, at that time. And uh, he also signed that contract. Uh, if I'd have had time, I'd have dug out a picture of it. Uh, So here's the signing of the $3 million miracle contract. Here, for two years, we looked at plans and talked about what we might do and what the Lord might do and so forth. And here's uh, uh, one of those meetings. And then then here is our groundbreaking ceremony. Uh, And uh, you see, that's the house Dr. Miller and Kelly live in behind us. That group of people are sitting about right where you are over here, and they're facing that way. There used to be a line of uh, Bradford pears all the way down the middle of the property. And uh, those people are outside facing that way. And that was our groundbreaking ceremony. And there I am, not quite so weathered as I am now. And uh, there's Dr. Miller and myself shoveling. Well, we look like we know what we're doing, don't we? And uh, turning over that first little bit of dirt. And uh, there's Brother Lee again, leading us in worship. And uh, there's deacons and their wives. And again, deacons and their wives, the, both of those groups together. These are the trustees and their wives. And by the way, Bill and Michelle left the year just before we moved here, so they're not in that picture. They would have been. And then these are the preachers and their wives and our mothers. I think there's a couple of mothers in there and uh, some of those preachers are gone to be with the Lord and some of them have grown up and left our church went off to college and are preaching now and uh, so that was the group of preachers here were our charter members and Lenora Williams is, has gone to be with the Lord she's on the right and Joan Snyder is, uh, is still alive and she still attends sometimes as a matter of fact I ought to look back there and be sure she's, she's not okay And so Joan uh, still attends some, and uh, we praise the Lord for her. Here's three generations of Miller men. And uh, Earl Sr., Earl Jr., and David Earl. And uh, Earl, uh, that family has been so dear to our church through all the years. And then here are some teenagers. You might recognize some of them. On the far right, you might recognize that young man holding a shovel. And you you may not know this, but that was what Gregory the Great looked like when he was a teenager. So there he is. He's got hair and everything. And here are some younger ones. And by the way, on the far left, that's uh, Houston. That's uh, Kelly and Harley's son. And uh, here's some even younger ones, shoveling. And here's some even younger ones, and here's some even younger ones. The one who's pushing that shovel into the dirt, that's my grandson who's 18 now, 19, 19. Well, they grow up fast, don't they? I missed a whole year. Uh, and then uh, there's uh, one of my granddaughters, Kaylee, and she's helping me write some stuff on the concrete right under this pulpit. And she is now in her second year teaching school. Uh, and we wrote under this pulpit, we scratched it in the concrete, Jeremiah 33:3, Call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things. Because that's what God did. He, and he continues to do that, doesn't he? We also scratched one more verse in there, Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So that's under the pulpit right here. And, uh, and then here is uh, Brother Earl again, and he was a tremendous leader in our church for many years. He's with the Lord now. Here's the deacons and their wives standing in front of the choir loft right there, before it was there. And uh, you see the house behind them. And then uh, here is my grandson again, who's now 19. He's looking back at me and says, I think they did something wrong. (laughs) I would come out every day, and sometimes the grandkids would come with me and so forth to to check on the progress. And here's Lou Walker. She played the piano for our church for 35 years. She's in heaven now. And what a sweet, dear lady. And here's Bill Jones, lovingly called the Candyman. And uh, Bill is a... uh, a shut-in, and he is living with his uh, daughter right now. So I know he appreciates your prayers and any kind of cards and that kind of thing. And then here is Calvin and Wanda Parsons. Calvin was a preacher, and he preached on the radio for 20 years. And uh, I can, you can only just try to imagine how many people he touched and helped and won to Christ and so forth. And they're both in heaven now, but their daughter. Uh, Janie May and her husband uh, ben- uh, Bernard are members of our church, and we cherish these sweet memories. And then I, there I am writing on the cross. That's the bottom of the cross that's up on top of the steeple. On the, fr- on the front of that cross, I wrote a message for the world. Matthew, thir- uh, Matthew 11, Jesus said, Come unto me, and I will give you rest. Ye who are weary, come unto me. But on the back side of the cross, facing us, I wrote to Mark uh, 16, 15. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. And so, to us, the message is, let's go. Let's go share the word. And to everybody else, it is, Christ says, come to me. And so, uh, and here's Brother Kenneth... Uh, Dobbins and Kenneth is usually here on a Sunday morning. Kenneth, are you back? Yeah, Kenneth's right there. On, yeah, Kenneth's right there. And Kenneth's wife went to be with the Lord, Shirley, back in April, so I know he appreciates your prayers. But uh, Brother Dobbins was on the trustees, and he was a part of all, the, all these things that are going on. And he and I are there ready to see what, for the outside, is kind of the last piece of the building, and that is putting the steeple up there, as you see. This is our first service. 17 years ago in September. And it was a great service. And here's people milling around in the lobby and so forth. And here's our first ladies conference. Here is uh, our first vacation Bible school in the new facility. And uh, here is, uh, uh, again, a Bible school, the missionary story being told. Here's our bus ministry that we ran for many years. We haven't done that since COVID. But something we... Uh, we'll start back up sometime along the way and then uh, VBS again and this is a Easter celebration in the gym here is the fall festival that's always a big event that's fall festival too Uh, you can see the big crowd and and, uh, uh, this is a Thanksgiving gathering where the young people fed and served the senior citizens that was sweet and here's some recreation along the way and again, this is a fall festival with some cooking going on and some playing going on. And uh, Now, here's the uh, live nativity that we put on every year. We've been doing this for about 39 years, I think. And uh, uh, it is quite beautiful. And There's a beautiful angel. By the way, that's one of my granddaughters too. Since I'm the one putting all this together, I get to stick my grandchildren in there, right? I think that's fair, don't you? And... Uh, And then here's the last group that went on a missions trip uh, to Jamaica, and uh, that was before COVID, of course. We haven't gone on a missions trip since COVID. Here's Memorial Day, and here's uh, some of the veterans of our church, and they do a tremendous job every Memorial Day putting on a patriotic service. Uh, Here is the Wednesday night crowd back some years ago, and it's still a huge crowd, and... uh, here is uh, the GAP program, after-school program, an all-day summer program, and uh, they're out uh, swimming. Here's another picture of the GAP program. Here's a, here's a picture of the teens, another picture of the teens some years ago, and uh, here's the teens serving under the bridge, serving homeless people under the bridge. And uh, here is the very first grief share. And I, I talked with Diane last night and she said that since this very first one, we've had 16 groups go through that 13-week program for people who have lost loved ones. It's a beautiful ministry. And here they, this is what we do at the very last night. We let these lanterns go, and they float away until, they're, until you can't see them anymore, symbolizing our loved ones going to be with Christ. And here's the senior citizens group. Here's the senior citizens on a bus going to Maine. Now, we just came back from Vermont, but this was several years ago we went to Maine, this picture. And here's our fearless bus driver uh, on our shorter trips when we're on our bus, uh, Robert Coltrane. And here we are. uh, Robert drove us down to Myrtle Beach, and here we are in some kind of program at Myrtle Beach. Here's the outreach ministry, fun day. And uh, Miss Denia's in charge of this ministry. And, and she's, uh, of all the groups that she teaches and works with, there's about 11 nations represented. People have come from 11 different nations, and somehow they ended up right here in Greensboro. And the Lord put Denia right in the middle of them. And uh, she, she has uh, ministry uh, with, with most of this group every Friday night here at the church. And uh, here's some baptisms. Now, over the 17 years, we've baptized 240 people. Isn't that great? Praise the Lord. Yeah, praise the Lord, 240 people. That averages out to 14 a year. Now, of course, we didn't do 14 a year. sometimes higher and sometimes lower. average out to 14 a year. And I'm going to show you 14. Uh, that's about half of that 14 right there. And here's another half of that 14. So every year, that many, at least that many people have, have uh, followed the Lord in believers' baptism. And then our mission program. I'm going to show you 15 families that we support. I mean, I'm just clicking them up here so you can kind of get a visual of some of the people we support. That's 15. We support... 71 uh, missionary families and mission works. And, and over 25% of our budget goes back out to missions. The Lord's been good to us, had not He? To allow us to do such a thing as that. So we, we praise Him for that. Now, we're going to sing a song that we sing every year on Celebration Sunday. To God be the glory. Because he's the one that gets all the glory, isn't he? I'm going to read just a portion of the text. I'm going to come back to the text when I preach in a minute. Yeah, this is not the preaching. <laughs> Sorry. Disappoint everybody. But listen to what this, the text says. It says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all the earth. Make a loud noise and sing praise. Sing unto the Lord. So let's sing. With with a joyful noise, and with a loud noise, I mean, let's sing it like we mean it. To God be the glory. Great things He hath done. Great things He's done for our church, but great things He's done for us as individuals. Particularly, of course, sending the Lord Jesus to die in our place. Stand with me, please, and we're going to sing together. And let's sing it loud and rejoice. Thank you, J.T. and musicians. That was beautiful. And thank you, choir. Beautiful number uh, this morning. Hey, this morning, we're going we're gonna to invite people to join the church. Anybody that feels like the Lord is leading you here. And it's gonna be, we're going to make it so simple that uh, it won't be any problem to anyone at all. If you feel the Lord would have you to be a member of this church... And uh, then we're going to ask you to come forward during the invitation And just stand right up here at the front and face me And Miss Karen and Miss Dinya will be ready If people come to, to get your name And your telephone number And then I will call you during the week And get more information And, uh, and answer any of your questions I'll get some literature about the church into your hands And, uh, and so forth So you don't have to have taken the new members class. Uh, You don't have to take it even in the future. Uh, But you can just come this morning. We're just making it real simple. Come this morning if you'd like to join the church. And uh, once you walk forward, we'll take it from there. And uh, we'd be happy uh, to see you come. Well, look at Psalm 98. Psalm 98 we're going to read the first six verses there and keep your Bibles open. We'll comment on those last three as well. Verse 1 of Psalm 98 says, Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song, for he hath done marvelous things. Hadn't he done marvelous things? He surely has. His right arm and his holy, his right hand and his holy arm hath gotten him the victory. Right hand speaks of his of his uh, strength and omnipotence. And holy arm speaks of his holiness. The Lord hath made known his salvation, his righteousness, hath he openly showed in the sight of the heathen, or that is, the world. He hath remembered his mercy, or that word can be translated loving kindness, mercy and loving kindness, and his truth towards the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. That includes all of us. And uh, I may mention this again in a moment, but Spurgeon kindly saw this passage as prophetic, thinking that it's speaking of things that are of accomplished in the New Testament. And then it says, uh, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all you earth, make a loud noise. There it is, and you sang beautifully. And rejoice and sing praise. Sing unto the Lord with a harp, with a harp, and the voice of a psalm, with trumpets, with sound of cornet. Make a joyful noise before the Lord, the King. The King, I love that, those two words, the King. Did you notice that the choir, uh, I think the choir special had that, uh, it said, uh, uh, there is a fountain who is a king. And then the congregation we sang started out with the splendor of the king. And here in the word of God, he's called the king. Pray with me, please. Father, thank you for our time together. Now make it profitable, I pray. May we leave here with thankful hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Back in 2000, at the old location, the building I showed you earlier... Uh, there was a young man, 42 years old, and uh, he began to listen to some a tape series that I had preached. I have preached through the book of Revelation, verse by verse, three times. And each time it took me about a year. The last time it took me about a year and a half. And uh, so he had a set of, of tapes... Of, the, of me preaching through the book of Revelation he was, a, he was traveling in his business at that time So while he was, on, he was on the road a lot And while he was on the road He would stick in one of those cassette tapes Some of you don't even know what a cassette tape is, do you? You'll have to Google it He would stick in a cassette tape And listen to my preaching And he said the more he listened, the more he got under conviction. He actually lit I don't know how many tapes there were. uh, But I I preached about a year, so it could be 40 or 50. I don't know. And he listened through those tapes twice. And uh, he called me one day and wanted to come speak to me in my office. He did. He came to my office. He was under conviction. He was ready. And there in my office, in that little building you saw, a minute ago, he gave his heart to Christ. And it was a beautiful thing. After that, he followed the Lord in baptism. And he became faithful. I mean, he was faithful and serving and listening to the Word and growing. And then he fell in love with a lovely lady that was a member of our church. They got married. Then they had a daughter. And that daughter grew up in our church. Her name is Corey. And by now, you, some of you know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about Vince Burroughs. Vince became a deacon in our church, and he served all these years faithfully, and he's still serving as a deacon. And he said, right here Vince, raise your hand over there. There he is right there. What I said was true, wasn't it? Amen. The Lord's good, isn't he? He does. He does. Marvelous. Marvelous things. Amen. 2015, just seven years ago, in January, a man and his wife began visiting our church. The wife was a believer. The husband was not. The wife had been praying for him for a long time. And and so they was attending our church in, in January. And then in May... The man who was not a believer, he called me, made an appointment, met me in my office. This time it's this building. And it was right up there in where that glass is. And it's sitting in my office. And he was 60 years old. And he gave his heart to Christ and was born again. And it was glorious. That was in May. In June, he followed the Lord in baptism. And uh, he became a, an usher and a greeter and serving in our church. And now... His smile is one of the first smiles you see